Yep, it was muted. So, folks, welcome to another episode of Career Talks Podcast in Season 2. Definitely excited. Uh, The guests are extraordinary in Season 2 as well as they were in Season 1. Tonight will be no short of amazing with this young lady who I will be bringing uh, to the platform here. Uh, Just a brief, uh, just some, uh, just quick heads up. Definitely prepare your questions, because if you're looking to get promoted, you've seen the title. If you're looking to get promoted through the cheat code, uh, you're definitely going to want to have questions uh, for Lisa. Uh, This way we can field those questions uh, to her and get those answered. And as well as if you watch the replay, definitely pop your questions in. But tag Lisa in those questions and she'll do her best to get back to you as well. You know, engage and connect with her as well. But just a little bit about who uh, this young lady is. Uh, she's the founder of uh, We We Apply, which is a company based out of Canada, Ottawa, Canada. Hopefully, I said that right. Uh, she is a certified career coach, a resume strategist, a speaker in training. And what drew me to her was some of the stats she's been posting based on clients. And I think also there was one that she posted yesterday that was in her personal life, uh, which I'll ask about a board member conversation. And, you know, she'll correct me if I'm wrong on that, but all the stuff that she's been posting on her feed, uh, it's definitely been very interesting. And I want to make sure that she can speak uh, to, to this audience here because we're never too, you know, too old to learn from different people. And that's why I love what I do here to bring different folks uh, to the platform with a level of expertise. So uh, without further ado, let me bring on Miss Lisa Appiah. Hi, thank you so much for having me. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Good, good. So if you yeah, if you can turn your volume up just a little bit, it's still coming in just a little bit low. Okay, how's that? Can you go up a little bit more? Yes. How is this? A little better, a little better. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. So folks, um, as you're tuning in, again, make sure you're 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 catching the um the title. And we're here to talk about, uh, you know, how to get promoted, really getting promoted with a cheat code. But first, we, before we dive into that, Lisa is going to share a little bit more about who she is. So share with the folks. Hi, uh, I'm Lisa Apia. I'm a certified resume and career strategist. I am in Ottawa, Canada. And basically what I do is I help talented introverts increase their visibility and marketability so that they get promoted at work, ultimately without changing who they are or losing themselves. That's the ultimate goal because the goal is not to become an extrovert. The goal is to stay true to who you are, stay true to your style, but still excel in your career. I love that. I love that. You niche down on the introvert. So uh, let me ask you, do you consider yourself an introvert? Is that how that, that came about? Yeah, definitely. I am for sure an introvert and uh, it's, been part of my own story. It's only in the last couple of months as I was working with um, a business coach actually, and she was looking at all the material I was putting out there. She was looking at my programs and she's like, you're speaking to introverts. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess so. You know, that is exactly what I'm doing. (laughs) So that's when I was able to clarify my message and, and make it targeted to introverts. Um, but definitely I am an introvert 100%. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let me, let me ask you this question to kick us off before we dive into uh, the topic. Um, being an introvert, 
um, do, do you find it more difficult to, more, I can't even talk today, more difficult for you to put yourself in position for a promotion? Like how did, like you said, you got with a coach and they identified like, hey, you're actually based on your content, you're speaking to folks that are more introverted versus extroverted. And I like that you said the goal is not to become extroverted, right? It's to become promoted, but stay true to yourself. Yeah. Uh, what's your personal journey in that growth process there? Sure. Um, so my career has been in the public service here in Canada and essentially as I was starting my professional career, I realized that I had to get out of my shell and I had to put myself out there in order to get noticed for opportunities. You know, I would go to meetings, for example, and notice that the people who are always the loudest are the ones who would get the more interesting work to do, or they would get these projects to do that I would love to contribute to that, but nobody's <laughs> even noticing me, right? So um, with time, I was like, okay, this needs to change. I need to, I need to speak up. I need to be vocal. I need to let people know what I'm able to do or else I'm going to always stay at the same level. And so I started challenging myself, challenging myself to speak up in, in meetings, challenging myself to, um, put myself out there and volunteer for certain projects, um, putting myself out there to sign up for um, volunteer opportunities that would give me the opportunity to speak, to um, train others. So just really pushing myself to go out of my comfort zone. And by doing so in all areas of my life, really, it impacted my career as well positively. Um, since I started doing that about eight years ago, I've been promoted five times. And uh, as a result of that, moving from an intern to management and uh, tripling my income as a result of that. So, you know, the potential is there a lot of times with people. They have the competence, they have the skill, but often it's just knowing how to articulate it and knowing how to be able to get noticed without losing yourself in the process. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. That's uh, yeah. that's pretty powerful. So yeah. promoted five times within that eight year time span. So here's something that's interesting that you said uh, you you forced yourself to, to start to speak out in meetings. Let me ask, was it speaking up just for the sake of speaking up or was there some intentional you know, plan behind that and what you were saying, making sure you know, you're contributing? Yeah, always making sure you're providing value. That's the most important thing. You know, um, we all have something valuable to contribute. And once I started realizing that for myself, that's when I became more comfortable to speak up. And really what I did to help me get comfortable with it is I started with smaller groups. So, you know, when we would have team meetings with three, four, five people, then I would challenge myself, okay, we're going to this meeting. I've seen the agenda. I know what we're talking about. I'm going to say at least one thing in the meeting, something that's going to contribute to the conversation and advance the work that we're doing. And from there, I continued to challenge myself in that way from the smaller groups and then eventually to bigger meetings to, you know, getting to the point that now it's not something that I have to like challenge myself to talk, but I talk <laughs> when I want to and when I have something to share. 
<laughs> so people say, Lisa, I've never known for you to talk so much now. What's going on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so with that, how did the the cheat code, how did that develop? And then we'll get into it. So where was that epiphany? I don't know if that was with the coach when he, <laughs> they spoke to you and said, hey, you're, you're speaking to a certain group, which, again, which is is powerful because I don't know how many people in career coaching, career development do that for introverts. So uh, you have found yourself a, a, a phenomenal niche. But when did that epiphany happen when you started to build this, you know, this program? Yeah, um, I been working on this framework for a couple of months and uh, it's the it's the cheat code or in my program notice to promote it the career mentorship it's also the five p's to get noticed and promoted and it's partly from my own journey and the steps that I had to go through to be able to um, push myself out of my comfort zone and land multiple promotions. And then it's also based on, you know, the the theory behind um, um, career coaching and, and being a career practitioner and the theory that they teach us in, in that space, as well as my own client's journey. Um, you know, with time, I started to realize I attract <laughs> people who are like me, which kind of makes sense, right? So a lot of my clients ended up being introverts. And it's only when, you know, I had that moment with the coach that I realized, oh, yeah, you know, I have been serving introverts without realizing it. And from that, um, I was able to develop these, um, this cheat code to help people um, come out of, of, their comfort zone and speak up at work to help them increase their visibility to land opportunities, you know, to land opportunities that are in line with their skills and competence. Because underemployment is a huge issue. It's a huge issue, especially for uh, minority communities, especially for uh, recent immigrant communities. And so uh, it's really important to challenge ourselves, I would say, to to step out of our comfort zone and, and go after the opportunities. Now, are you also serving um, clients not only in Canada, but in the U.S. as well? Yeah, oh, actually, like most of my clients are American. Uh, I would say like 60 percent of my clientele is American. OK. OK. Wow. wow. Yeah. And, and just a side note, but what is the you know, what is the the uh, work environment now of the landscape of employment in, in Canada? Is it very, very similar due to COVID? What is that like? Yeah, I would say very similar in the sense that, you know, there are certain industries like, um, you know, the industries that have to do with healthcare um, obviously have a greater demand um, because of what is happening. And also we're seeing this shift of, um, you know, the great resignation. I saw that you mentioned that in, in the description of this event. So I was reading an article on, on LinkedIn actually this week, and it was saying that, you know, it's the, the wave of the great resignation or the great reshuffle is, is coming to Canada. And I definitely think that it's already come to Canada. <laughs> I think people are just noticing now because I've worked with so many uh, teachers who are leaving the, the field I've worked with um, nurses who are leaving their their profession and um, there is a big shift happening where people 
want to work in careers that are recognizing their worth and 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 they want to work in careers where they are fulfilled and being paid according to what they have to offer. So I would say it's very similar in that sense. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good to know. So uh, yeah, and I'm not sure because I haven't seen the data when you know I, I've heard the data that a lot of folks have filed for LLCs. So. I haven't seen the specific uh, the specific data around how many people actually left corporate completely yes. or just yeah. shifted, you know, companies. Uh, hence the reshuffle uh, or the restructuring would be because companies are starting to, you know, uh, kind of downsize based on the economics. OK, so yeah. with that, let's get into the topic, the cheat code, how to get promoted with the cheat code. And you said something about the five P's. I'm not sure if that correlates with that. Yes. But start wherever you want to start. Okay. But let's let's start to unpack <laughs> this cheat code because everybody's looking to get promoted. Like I said, if if people are leaving organizations and you're in a position where that creates an opportunity because your manager left or something, that creates opportunities for some folks. So um, we're we're ready to hear and listen and learn. So okay. where did that? Where does that start? Awesome. So I'll start with the five P's. So the first one is power of me. Second is pave the way forward. Three is personal branding. Uh, four is power circle of opportunity. And five is plan for success. So those are the five P's and now I'm gonna explain them. Awesome. So the first one, power of me, is really about knowing your value, understanding what you have to offer as a professional. Um, there, are sometimes some self-sabotaging habits that we may have that may be holding us back from being able to um, advance in our career. There's a great book that I can't remember the author now, but it's called How Women Rise. And um, I would recommend it to anyone who's looking to advance in their career because it goes through 12 self-sabotaging habits that people may have that um, could uh, be affecting their career path. Uh, some of them being like reluctance to claim your achievements or um, ruminating. So, you know, ruminating being like, for example, we were talking about myself speaking up in meetings, like I would speak and say something in a meeting and then for, hours and sometimes days after I would regret what I said. And I'm like, oh no, I should have said it like this. I should have done this. You know, and what are they going to think of me? And you spend all this time and all this energy, like regretting what you said instead of moving on to the next thing. So the book goes through some of these um, self-sabotaging habits that people may have. And so the first step is really looking at yourself, understanding the value that you have to offer, but also understanding what you may be doing that's holding you back from advancing in your career. So that's what Power of Me is about. Love that. Then the second one is uh, pave the way forward. So that's really looking at your career history, understanding where you've been in terms of your career, and then understanding where it is that you want to go and assessing what needs to be done to get from point A to point B. So sometimes depending on, you know, maybe you're doing a promotion, but also a career shift, it may involve you taking a certain 
class or course, maybe it may involve you um, participating in some group to be able to get certain experience that you don't have yet. So it'll, it'll be different for everyone, but it's really a matter of kind of looking at point A, looking at point B and seeing how do you get there. Um, a big thing also, especially for those who are looking for internal promotions is that you need to understand your organization's promotion policy. A lot of companies, especially larger companies have promotion policies. They may be hiring um, uh, to, or ad, you know, the, their structure to move up may be different. So it may be based on merit. So it could be a meritocracy. It could be based on performance. It could be um, just based on, on seniority a lot less, I will say, lately. But it could be a, a, a mix of all those things. So it's important for you to find out what is the way that I can move up in this organization, in this structure, uh, because I've seen it a lot of times, way too often, where people are just like, you know, I, I'm doing all the work, I'm putting in the time, I'm doing everything, I'm going above and beyond, but nobody's recognizing what I, I'm, I'm offering. And, you know, as I'm talking to them, I'm like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I read your uh, organization's promotion policy online, and it says you were supposed to do this, 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 did you fill this form? And it's like, oh, no, I didn't do that. So, you know, sometimes it's, it's also just educating yourself to know what is the proper way to move up in your organization. Yep. So that's um, the second one. So second P, which is pave the way forward. Uh, the next one is personal branding. So that's all about uh, being able to align what you have to offer um, with the need of the employer and being able to communicate that on your resume, on your cover letter, your LinkedIn profile, your website if you have one, a portfolio depending on your industry. So it's all about how you're showcasing your skills, showcasing your career story, and always keeping in mind the ultimate employment target. So when we were talking about pave the way forward, you know, you have to establish, okay, this is the, the role I want. I want to work at, let's say, these companies, or this is the position that I want in my organization, and always um, promote yourself in accordance to what the ultimate target is. So, for example, someone today was asking me um, a question about uh posting on LinkedIn and they asked me, oh, so do I only talk about one topic? So, you know, you have to have a focus. You, it's not like one day you're talking about this, another day you're talking about something else. People need to understand what exactly is the the focus that you have. So if you're looking for a role in, in let's say, marketing, um, you're in, in um, product marketing, let's say, so you, that you're what you're putting out there has to align with what your ultimate goal is. So this is what um, personal branding is all about. It's about uh, aligning your personal brand with your career goal. And uh, the fourth one is power circle of opportunity. And that's all about your network. So now that you've done 
the work on yourself, you know what you want in terms of a position, you have developed all your tools and you're, you're ready to put yourself out there. It's all about nurturing and leveraging your network, um, being able to connect with decision makers in your industry, build relationships with them, and um, expanding your circle of opportunity and ultimately with the goal to increase your visibility and to be able to network with professionals in your industry. And so that's the fourth one. And it's all about targeting not only new people, but people in your network currently. We all have people in our network, whether it's a professor or an old boss or even a friend that sometimes, you know, when people are job searching, they're always thinking, oh, I'm going to go on LinkedIn and just start messaging people. But you know people, you know people in your network who can sometimes help you to find a role. And uh, so take advantage of that to be able to also um, expand your network and potentially land an opportunity. And uh, the last one is plan for success. So with all that's that's been done. Um, creating your visibility strategy is putting all these steps together and really now it's implementing it. And um, the goal really, you know, when um, when I'm teaching this to, to um, my cohorts, what I usually tell them is that we want to shock everyone who said we couldn't because <laughs> that <laughs> often That's happens. Cool. <laughs> where people underestimate what introverts can bring to the table, but we're really going after this promotion and shocking everyone who said that we couldn't do it. And uh, really it's about implementing and be bo being bold to be able to, to land that promotion. So yeah, so those are the five, uh, the five P's or the job promotion cheat code. Love it. Love it. Let me say thank you to our scribe who was writing all the <laughs> all the uh, five P's as you were explaining those. I can't see who you are. I, I think I know who it is, but if uh, share a comment with who you are, this is why I know. Uh, but I appreciate that as she was sharing this, they were typing it in. So I, I was able to pull it up. Uh, and let me just say quickly, thank you to Jeanette. Hey, Jeanette. She's saying hello to both of us. <clears throat> wrapping uh, yeah, work days are always going to be long. So we know that we appreciate you tuning in uh, as well tonight. So uh, let's let's begin to unpack those just a bit because I, I love the breakdown um, and everything that you're you're promoting here. So with the power of me, right? That's the, they're all big ones. Um, I'm gonna kind of go out of order though. Uh, one no of the problem. ones that really <laughs> stuck out for me was the power circle of opportunity, nurturing and leveraging your network. How are you sharing with your clients the best way? Like you, you talked about previous bosses and things like that. Is there a method to saying, do you stay in contact? What are those communications like? What, how do you explain that and coach, coach your clients? Okay, sounds good. So Definitely, um, the starting point is to create a list of the people that you want to get in contact with. So what I usually have my clients do is I have like a social connection worksheet that they work on. And uh, based on that, they would write the names of the various people, let's say it's 10 people or 20 people, and then looking at um, how likely are they to, to help you and support you in your job search, as well as um, how much influence do these people have um, in terms of your industry or just 
generally in, in the workplace. And so based on that, that's kind of how you prioritize as to who you should start connecting with. And um, it's also about being able to you know, if it's someone that you know, then you will, you'll understand what is the best way to reach out to them. But it's um, also able to see, you know, whether you're going to reach out to the person on LinkedIn or whether you're going to get their email address and reach out to them. Um, it's all about realizing that you're building a relationship. It's not a one-time thing where you're going to talk to someone and boom, I got my promotion, although that has happened before. <laughs> so, you know, but it doesn't happen for everyone. Um, so, you know, that's definitely happened before. One of the people that I worked with got a promotion just by reaching out to one person. Wow. But, um, you know, normally we're, we're focusing on building a relationship. So for some, something that I do and that I, I share with my clients as well is um, create a, a, a calendar or just put in your calendar times to follow up. And because, um, you know, it's not something that is necessarily natural to me to be networking. Um, I know that it's not the case as well for a lot of my clients. So what I usually tell them is just, um, you know, you spoke to this person today, the 25th of January, put a reminder in your calendar a month from now that you're just going to follow up see how the person is doing, continue to nurture and build that relationship. Obviously, before you started doing all this, you've researched the person, you know why you want to connect with them. But something also that I'll add that changed my perspective about networking is realizing that you also have value to offer. A lot of times I was reluctant to, to reach out to people because I, I felt like, you know, I'm disturbing them or like, Maybe I'm going to seem needy because I'm, you know, the one looking for work. But um, with time, I realized that I also have value to offer. And it may not be immediate. It may be in a couple of years. But uh, I still have something that I can contribute to this person. So um, just as an example, uh, since I started my business, a few of my clients have been previous bosses. And um, just seeing cool. that journey of like, okay, you were my boss like 10 years ago, That's and now cool. I'm the one helping you with your career path. And obviously, you know, we stayed in touch and that's why they are able to, to, to get in contact with me and know what I'm doing now. But, um, you know, sometimes you don't realize it. At that time, 10 years ago, they were the ones helping me with my career. And now, you know, the roles have reversed. So you never know who someone can become. So you you may not have value to offer immediately, but as you nurture that relationship, you'll see that you also can provide something. Awesome. Awesome. And let me just quickly say thank you because we found out the mystery scribe is Michelle Beatty, oh, a good friend you. of mine, a phenomenal podcast called Career Tipper. You definitely want to follow her and connect. And she has amazing uh, content on, on Career Tepper Podcast. Also, this Sunday, and, and this is for you as well, Lisa, um, on Sundays at 9 p.m., she's host. I forgot the gentleman's name. Uh, and Michelle, you, you know what I'm talking about. On Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, they have a series going where it's talking about uh, career and I want to say money. So money and skills or something like that. Uh, so it's, it's on LinkedIn. But the both of them, the, the value they give is phenomenal. So thank you again, uh, Michelle, for, for being <laughs> the mystery scribe uh, for this night. And she did ask as well, 
uh, please uh, restate the name of the book for the five P's. Is there is it a book or a manual? Oh, so it's the job promotion cheat code. It's something I created, so I can share the link <laughs> to the cheat awesome. code. Um, but I'm wondering if it's the book that I mentioned at the very beginning. So Could it's be. how, how women rise. Uh, and I, I can find the author, so it'll make it easier for you to to get it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So, OK, so next is <clears throat> pay, pay the way forward. Right. Is that uh, and, and I want to make sure because I, I when I hear that, I also think of being a mentor um, to someone or be a sponsor to someone in the organization. And those two titles are huge with uh, another uh, podcaster and, and, and friend of mine, um, Karen Turner, who she talks about on her podcast. But it, does that involve that as well? Do you speak to that as well with you know, paying the way forward? Definitely. Um, I would say more when it comes to like power circle of opportunity. That's where uh, mentors, sponsors, gen, you know, allies in general come into play. And uh, these are all people who can impact your your career journey. And so it, it is definitely important to to have them. And uh, whether you know it's someone who is going to provide advice as a as a mentor, someone who's in your industry or someone who's just a few steps ahead of you who has an understanding of of the organization or the work that you do or whether it's you know a sponsor who's going to advocate for you you know uh, like when you're not in the room a person who's going to be able to speak on your behalf and advocate for your advancement um, especially when you're looking for internal promotions those are really really important people to have on your side awesome so out of that five, um, what is the most difficult one that you're seeing clients struggle with? My my thought would probably be the plan for success or the power of me. But yeah, it's power of me. Definitely. Okay. I feel like that's where we spend a lot of time because I think what I'm, I'm seeing a lot of is that people, you know, they <laughs> they want to sometimes find someone else to blame. So, you know, it's the organization, it's this, it's that. And often it is. But sometimes when you just take a step back and, and you you look at yourself as well, you can see sometimes that there are some adjustments that you, you can make that can change your career path. And uh, for example, I, I worked with uh, a, a woman recently, also a person of African descent like myself, and, you know, grew up being told, you know, you have to be loyal at work. You have to, you know, be humble and, and support the organization. This idea that you have to work just for one employer. And so as we were working together, she realized that, oh, you know, I spent all these years giving everything to this company and not getting anything else in return. So she decided that she's going to look elsewhere. And that was just something she had to change for herself. Nobody was going to do it for you. Just understanding that, oh, this is like a limiting belief that I'm putting um, 
a gap or a stop on how far I can advance in my career because I think I have to be loyal to only this employer. And so when she finally had that aha moment, within weeks, she landed a promotion. And so, you know, she made a shift to a new company, had a, a salary increase, is doing a job that is absolutely amazing, representing Canada at different international forums. Like, she's doing amazing right now, but it all took just that one shift of her realizing that, oh, really, I don't have to limit myself to just this. Why do I get the sense that if you live and work in Canada and corporate America, you get more of a global opportunity to <laughs> to do things? Uh, we might have to make a shift in uh, head over to Canada. But it just seems like you, you're so so much closer to, to so much international travel and it's just easier. It's like going true, to yeah. Dubai, it's like going to California. It's, 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 a, it's a no brainer, but that's that's cool. So when it comes to personal branding, which I'm huge on, yes. huge, huge, huge on personal branding, share your, you know, your insight on how that works and, and how that, you know, helps the introvert stay introverted, but yet still speak out. Yeah, I think LinkedIn is absolutely amazing for this. For me, like, it's just been a great thing because I'm talking to people, but I'm not really talking to people. So I can, you know, stay behind the computer screen and, and build this whole uh, brand and build this whole um, persona of who I really am and what I have to offer. But I don't have to have the exhausting part of having to deal with people. So I think LinkedIn is a great space for that. And, um, you know, obviously, you get the most value once you take the conversations offline, and you actually interact with people for sure. But as an introvert, I think LinkedIn is a great place for you to build your personal brand for you to, you know, um, what I usually recommend to people, and this is something that I did myself as well, you know, maybe you're not too comfortable starting to create your own content. Look at um, people who are in your space who are already creating content, look at what they are putting out there and just comments, you know, you know, maybe five comments a day or 10 comments a day, like good, valuable comments where you're actually contributing to the conversation and adding value. And you build from there. And those comments will, you know, help you also start to build your own brand where you will be able to have people who will obviously follow you as a result of that. But you'll be able to start to realize that you have something to offer. Sometimes, you know, being able to look at your career story and the like understanding your value proposition is, you know, an exercise that we do um, as career practitioners to be able to help people identify that. But when you're able to put yourself out there and develop your brand and continuously you're communicating it and you refining it gradually, I feel like that's even more powerful. And LinkedIn is a platform that can help you with that. As you are defining your value proposition, you'll be able to get even more focused and more clear as to what the value is that you have to offer and why a company should choose you over the other people who have maybe similar experience as you do. I love that. <clears throat> and I'm just going to add um, some tips for some introverts here. And then I want to have you share your personal story 
around that because you said something earlier. You, you posted about uh, a board, you know, a board members asking oh, you to do a project. Yeah. So I did you share this, and I want you to uh, go into that because I was like, oh wow. So <laughs> with with ed, with um, introverts using the platform, and some of them may think if they see a lot of the you know videos going on, there's multiple ways to share you know your voice and content. So for the introverts listening, I would say one is the video, right? That could be the most scariest one coming on live like we're doing or even recording a video and posting it. That's one way you can probably scratch it out <laughs> for the beginning. Second is just a static post with some comments of what you're trying to convey across um, LinkedIn. But all this is done on a consistent basis. A third way is just right. We know is article writing. If you don't have access to the article feature, you can still just type up a bunch in your post. Um, and just be consistent with whatever, again, what you're trying to get across in your industry and points and your advice. And then the third is a little more creative, which just an audiogram where a static post and it's a one minute recording of your voice and advice. And you can post that. Right. No one sees you. It's still a static post, but it captures people um, a lot quicker based on the algorithm of of LinkedIn. So I, I would say if they can do that, they're they're definitely starting to, you know, progress and be able to speak more into it. So with that, I want to jump into that story. Again, if you haven't seen it on, on Lisa's page, she posted something about what board members actually um, uh, do a project. And I want you to pick up right there and share the outcome of that in the journey of that. Sure. Um, you know, I, I didn't think the post would get the attention it did when I, when I put it out there. Like, I woke up today and I was like, what, really? <laughs> um, but so here's the story. I am um, being, I was being considered for an opportunity with my, my business. And there were other people there who had, you know, CEO of this company and that company who were also um, looking to get this project. And essentially, as I was putting myself out there for it, I was like, you know, scared while doing it, but I still yeah. decided to do it. And as I I filled the form, uh, one of the people who works there recognized my name and then she sent me a message. Oh, I've been following you on LinkedIn for months. I know your work. I know you've been doing this and you posted on that. And she was telling me all my posts and I was like, oh, okay. And so uh, eventually, you know, we had to submit a bunch of documents and whatever. Um, I was able to land the opportunity and, um, one of the the CEOs or one of the executives who was also there asked me like, okay, so you know, you know, they don't know me, they don't know where, you know, who's this girl, where'd she come from? And so it was like, oh, so do you, do you know someone who works on the board? And my first instinct was like, no, I don't know them, but they know me. And so uh, then I was explaining that, you know, they've seen my LinkedIn post and they like the work that I do. And that's why they've selected me for the project. And, uh, and so, yeah, 
that that was the post I created and just talking about the importance of visibility and you'd never know who's watching. These people have never, like the, the person in question has never commented on my post. We are not connected on LinkedIn, <laughs> but you know, my posts will, I guess, occasionally show up on their feed and mm -hmm. they've been seeing me. And so when they recognize my name, they're like, oh, this is the person we want. So, so yeah. <laughs> it's incredible, all about, incredible. Yeah, showing so you, up and. Exactly. Yeah. You, you leverage your own five Ps, right? Yeah, <laughs> Personal exactly. branding. Um, and the cool thing is, and I might've missed it, it got over 750,000 views. Yes, and it's still going. Wow. <laughs> like, wow, 750,000. And I, I'm not sure what it's at now, but that was uh, earlier in the day. So it, people are still commenting and liking. And uh, it's it's inspiring people to start um, using LinkedIn to build their brand as well. So that's the good thing about it. I know it's, it's so much that's being missed out there. And I, again, um, out of what we're it's close to over 700 million users and just a small percentage of those folks are active and then the the funnel gets smaller with those actually commenting or should i say uh posting and engaging content putting content out on the platform like there's so much opportunity that it, you know it'll take a couple of years to get it going but to get comfortable but it's so much opportunity it's completely untapped right now we're at the tip, tip, tip of the iceberg in terms of content creation on LinkedIn. So that's that's incredible. Super, super cool. <laughs> um, and I, I don't want to miss anyone or miss anything. We, we covered four. So the plan for success. Here's my thought. A lot of folks um, don't plan their career success. Right. They they what they do is we'll, we'll plan weddings and trips and vacations and this and that. But we don't we don't plan for the the main thing that funds all you know funds our life. <laughs> so talk about your your plan and how you're coaching folks to plan for success and what that means. Sure, um, you know I I shared I've been promoted five times in eight years, and um, as a res the way I was able to do that um, is being able to always think a few steps ahead. So when I'm when I was considering taking a role or another role, I'm not thinking about this immediate job. I'm thinking two jobs from now. I'm thinking, you know, three jobs from now. What do I need in terms of experience, in terms of skill, to get me to my ultimate goal? And I think when you start to think that way obviously life happens things will happen for example during those eight years i did have my son i took 15 months off work so you know life happens and that's okay but um still having your ultimate goal in mind and knowing where you're heading uh, will help you with your career progression generally an easy way to do this for example is look at job posters for roles that you will be targeting next. Maybe you're not ready to start a new role or, you know, apply for a promotion or go after a promotion right now, but just look at the job poster for the next level and understand what are the requirements. Maybe they're asking for three years experience in this particular thing that you know you don't have any experience at all. That can give you an idea that, okay, I need to start looking for projects or opportunities that are, will open the door for me to get this experience that I need for the promotion I'm going to be applying for six months from now 
or a year from now. And so that's that's really what planning for success is. It's it's just being able to think of your career more strategically and always think a few steps ahead, not for the position I have immediately, but for the ones I'm going to go after after this one. Um, and in the same way, it's it's being you know when you're doing something like that. For example, when you have like multiple offers, let's say that you're trying to choose from, it will help you know and help you make better career decisions when you know what the ultimate goal is and what experience you need to get to, to the next place. Um, maybe it's it's not experience per se, but it's just uh, a matter of, of being able to get certain exposure to, to certain um, people and that will help you advance to the next level. So you being strategic and looking at things like job posters or even just talking to people who are already in that role, understanding how did they get there? What did they do? Uh, that will give you a lot of insights so that you're always planning a few steps ahead. Absolutely love that. <clears throat> you said something real key that that resonated with me um, that I personally use when I interview or you know go for an interview is that I look ahead not for the role uh, you know I'm potentially interviewing for or that I am interviewing for, interviewing for, and also on the flip side when I interview folks to to the organization I'm looking at can they be the next team lead manager you know. Three years down the line, two years down the line, can they be the next you know person in in management position? Um, and that's a key key piece of advice, right? I love that that you you think ahead the moment you're at the opportunity of you know partnering with an organization. Uh, time has flown by. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <clears throat> we are 45 minutes in, and I've always want to be conscious of when I have guests on. Uh, so. I want for, for comments are just coming in, and I, and again, I gotta continuously uh, thank Michelle uh, Beatty for for throwing these up there. Follow up questions. How do you? Okay, yeah, I'm assuming this is a question. Yep. So follow up questions. How do you uh, gauge the next level? What characterizes the next level? Yeah, I, I would say that's. Uh personal question in the sense that it really depends on you. It depends what you want to do next. For example, um, I work with certain people who the next level is just staying where they are. Um, they don't necessarily want a promotion, but they just want to know how to be successful and visible in their current role. And if that's what you want as the next level, and that's completely fine. So for one person, the next level may be to take a promotion, but for another person, depending on what's going on in their life, it may just be to excel and do very well in my current role. Uh, it may also be taking a lateral move. I know, you know, we're not always happy about people taking a lateral move, but if it means like, for example, leaving uh, an environment that's not pleasant or being able to acquire um, experience that you need to for the next step, then um, that could be the next level as well. Uh, so the next level, I think, really depends on the individual, um, not only looking at, you know, your career path, but just your your life in general and understanding where you're at and, and making that decision um, for yourself as to what you want next. Yep. 
Uh, you, you just hit another one. I love that where you said the lateral promotion. Um, I learned that years ago. And then the guest I had on the Keisha, she talked about the same thing, the value of that lateral promotion. Yes. A lot of people don't think about it, right? But yes. you become more well-rounded as a professional uh, for the organization. So great, great points. Uh, huge, huge point to leave on, right? Keep in mind to be strategic and plan a few steps ahead ahead. Love that. Love that. Love that. So, um, Lisa, share with us and share with the viewers um, where they can connect with you, where they can partner with you. What do you have coming up next? Sure. So, yes, uh, you can connect with me here on LinkedIn, Lisa, two S's, a Pia. So you can follow me on LinkedIn. I um, will share the link to the job promotion cheat code for those who asked about it. So you can download your copy and go through it. With each step, there's a challenge um, and it's uh, something that you actually have to implement and learn from. So uh, it's a great resource that you can use. And uh, on February 19th at uh, noon, I'm hosting a workshop. So it's the Notice to Promoted Live Workshop. And uh, it's really going to be a workshop to help uh, talented introverts step out of their comfort zone. Uh, we're going to be diving into a lot of what I shared today at a deeper level. And as well um, with the workshop, you get a personalized resume review by me. And uh, it's ultimately for anyone who is ready to get the pay, job title, and career fulfillment that they deserve. So that's what I have coming up. Love it. Love it. Love it. Awesome. And before we, we tune out, I want to give a big thanks to this episode's sponsor, which is Agape Career Counseling Group by Deborah Kerr Russell. She is out there commenting as well. She said, and I put it up, but I'll put it up again. Lateral uh, moves are extremely smart. It's a chess game you can use when you're ready. Love that. That's love good. That, love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you so much, Lisa Apaya out of Ottawa, Canada. <laughs> dropping a bunch of nuggets with the five Ps. And I'm going to quickly recap it. Power of me, paid the way, paid the way forward, personal branding, power circle opportunity, and plan for success. Um, connect, connect, connect. Her, her post and everything is going viral uh, on LinkedIn. It is going absolutely crazy. She's probably close to a million views on this one. You hit a million views on another post before, didn't you? I have, yes. It's just a, just a soft brag. Ago. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can brag on yourself. That's personal branding. There's nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> you can put that in your um, your bio now. Or stop, yeah. You know, see two, two million views. I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm going to have to get, get the plan because uh, I'm, I'm trying to get there. Okay, thank you uh, so much. And again, big shout out to Michelle again, uh, just commenting and, and putting everything up. I'm gonna definitely return the favor. I appreciate you. Uh, tune in next week, folks. We will see you there, but don't go away, Lisa. I'm gonna close this out with a short video uh, and then we'll chat behind the scenes. <laughs>